the first disappearance was a matter of money. A competitor who needed to disappear at the right time in order to clear the way for new growth. It was also an experiment. A test to see if stories passed down from one head of the household to the next were true. The second disappearance was a matter of fear. A way of sweeping away the tracks. The third disappearance was another matter of money. The fourth disappearance was a matter of envy. The fifth would have been a matter of honor. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host. I am your king. I am the last to disappear. It is me, Cat. Hi, Cat. Hello, Cat. Hello, Cat. Hi. With me today, we have your friend, my friend, everyone's friend. It's Nick. Hi, everybody. I'm here today. Hooray. I don't know where else I would be, but I am here. We're glad of it. That's. Yeah. We have the indispensable, largely flawless Kathleen. Hi there. Right there. I'm just pointing in a direction. I actually genuinely don't know what direction you are from here. (laughs) And in the opposite direction, we have everybody's favorite disaster. It's Kirsten. (laughs) Hello. Hello, everyone. Everybody is here. We are ready to party. Previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party confronted the culprit behind the disappearances that have been racking the noble scene in Stageport. Ara Leescraft, the head of the Leescraft family, who has recently found himself deep in debt to a demon we call the Bell Tower Baroness. In exchange, she has been making inconvenient people disappear. The party confronted him, but terrified by Penelope, he dashed back into the bell tower. Tissa and Gideon decided to give chase while Penelope and Marilyn flew back to the Redwater estate to make sure Waltha would be all right after having punched the culprit's son in the face again. She doesn't regret it. She never regrets it. (laughs) And so, honestly, audience, listeners... Friends, I think it is time to just start. Welcome to the Bell Tower Baroness. The Baroness gets four actions per round. To destroy means to successfully destroy the emissary she has sent out for this assassination. Or to destroy the Baroness herself, depending on where you are. To redirect means to convince the Baroness to abandon this or to convince her emissary to give up the fight, depending again on where you are. To outlast means to just bail, just completely bail. The Baroness has complete control over her assassin, which means this fight is taking place simultaneously in two locations. Characters in both locales are going to share an advantage pool. The actions taken are split evenly between them. Tissa and Gideon open the, if I recall correctly, busted open door to the bell tower Mm -hmm. and give chase. What they find when they arrive at the top of the bell tower, dashing, I'm assuming, past several of these masked demons that lurk around the bell tower, they see the Baroness herself. 
She is enormous. You knew that already. But her body is easily filling the room she is in, even though she is kind of loafed up with her four paws underneath her. This doesn't seem to bother her. So I guess Tissa is going to add to the pool by using, I guess, understanding spirits to figure out what the right way to to make a formal introduction might be. All right. I like that very much. Two successes. Oh, we didn't roll an advantage pool. Should we roll an advantage pool? Yes, everyone, please roll an advantage pool. Adaptability tactics. Oh, yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Two successes from Tessa. Alrighty. One uh, success, one edge. Marilyn got a two, a three, a two, a two. So that's currently a nothing. Ooh. But I could use Reckless to make that three successes. You could. I could. You could. You know what? You know what? I think I will. Yeah? <laughs> Okay. I think I will. Three's a good number of successes. If you keep these edge successes, it will be because you leapt off Polly midair and took a damages, two of them. Yeah, that sounds like something that Marilyn would do when she gets all fired up. Yeah. Action, Marilyn. So we have a shot for a moment of Pollyanna flying the two rangers over to the Garden of the Redwater Estate. You can already see the hooded figure that is one of the Baroness's assassins. Anjane Redwater is standing behind Waltha, clearly startled, and Waltha is, as typical, ready to deck it. And then Marilyn descends from the sky, heroically and painfully, to save the day. I'm I'm fine, I'm fine. Are you? I'll be okay. Um, okay. So, we start with a pool of six. And then Tissa makes a proper introduction to the Baroness. Yes. For two. Would you please? So, Tissa comes up and I think that... So, she's holding Penelope's sketchbook in her left hand and she's holding her spear in her right hand. And she would be holding... Gideon's hand in her third hand, but she doesn't have one of those. Mm. But she has a little bit of that vibe, and she does her best to sort of stand up straightish and says, Um, Madam the Baroness? And the Baroness inclines her head slightly. Meanwhile, you can hear Arlie's craft pleading at her feet. Please rescue me, he begs. He's careful not to make contact with her, but he gets as close as he can without touching her. I'm Tissa, and I I think that we might have something you want. And... Hmm. She's not going to let go of the spear, but she wants to page through the book. And I'm trying to figure out what this looks like because it's a little bit awkward because despite herself, well, I mean, not despite herself at all, because this is a stressful situation. She neither wants to let go of the important thing nor her comfort item here. 
I am imagining that she has the sketchbook uh, out along her arm, like holding it out like she's showing a, a menu and turning pages <laughs> with her other arm, spear in hand. It is very awkward. I think Gideon goes, um, um, here, I can. And Gideon, like, takes the book by the cover mm-hmm. and holds it open in front of Tissa. Mm-hmm. We have art to end. Um, maybe we could make a deal? And the Baroness is listening to this. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that while Mr. Leescraft is alive and part of the conversation, he will also get to use a move of his own once per round. <laughs> so that's that's going to happen as well on my turn. Okay. So Marilyn, Penelope, what would the two of you like to do? You are away from the bell tower, facing down another of the Baroness's assassins. I think Penelope is going to stay on Polly and use daring riding to try to distract or corral said assassin. Because Wolf is pretty tough, and if I can, like keep them distracted, maybe we'll fucking give in a punch or two, and that's going to add to the pool. Okay. Two successes and one edge. If you keep the edge success, I'm going to shift one of the moves from the bell tower to the garden. Uh, you know what? Sure. Okay. Eleven. Here's a fun little reminder. If you'll recall the fight with the assassin at the beginning of this arc... Whenever the party lets a round go by without advancing a goal, it gets an additional action in the following round. Oh, okay. Well, I was, I was going to say Marilyn is just going to try and advance destroy by putting an arrow in this thing. Yeah, I like Marilyn. It. I like it. <laughs> yeah, do it. She had her big hero moment that hurt her ankles maybe a little bit more than it should. Yeah. But she doesn't need her ankles to fire a bow. And actually, I'm going to tick off one of her key pieces of vengeance because this thing is trying to hurt her friend. Can't have that. That's forbidden. Yeah. Well, that was an awful lot of dice to roll one success. Aw. Okay. Do you want to take five from the pool? Yes, I would. Okay. Alrighty. This online dice roller is being real spicy at me. It's not being kind, that's for sure. So... I'm going to give you two NPC actions because four is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five is even more, and that's how many actions I'm taking this round. So, first thing that happens is Wotha contributes two to the pool by predictably decking it. Yes. While it is still reeling from Marilyn's arrow, she charges in fist first and just lays one square across what may be its head with Damon's it is hard to tell. Just 100% bonk. Big old bonk. Gideon is also contributing to the pool because that's what NPCs do on their turn. It's just, oh, what about that? What about that one there? Tissa, maybe that one? Maybe. Oh. And it's just kind of peeking over and helping Tissa look through the sketchbook. So the party has a pool of 10 at this present moment. Now it's time for me to take just a bunch of moves. Just a bunch of moves. A whole bunch. Three garden moves, one bell tower move, and one move for Ara. Um, he is pleading with the Baroness to spare him. It costs three to stop him from doing this. Otherwise, the difficulty to redirect is increased by one this round. Uh... I'm just nervous about y'all getting blundered over there. 
It might happen. <laughs> you know, it feels like people are working on destroy a lot. Or no, in the bell tower, redirect. In the bell tower, we want to redirect, but down here we want to destroy, and we want to figure out like. Hmm. On the other hand, we could like it could be Tissa's job to stall the Baroness while y'all take care of the action. Hmm. You know what? I don't know. I'll, I'll leave it up to the since you're in the bell tower. What you think would be more advantageous? What does redirect cost again? Redirect costs six for you, ten for Marilyn or Penelope. Okay, let's let this one pass. Okay. Okay. My bell tower move. The Baroness is distracted. She looks away from you entirely at a marble statue in her collection. She reaches out with one big old bean to give it a gentle touch. Um, The Baroness is distracted and Tissa will lose action this round for three. Hmm. I think I can do better than three. Oh man, she is a cat. <laughs> Things that displease the Baroness just get knocked off the tower and she gets to watch them <laughs> fall. Sometimes they don't even displease her. It's just that watching them fall is pretty good. It's pretty good to do. It's even better if you can watch people panic when you do it. <laughs> I take it you're spending three? Yeah, it's... I. I... We'll see. We'll see if the gamble is worth it. Let's see if I can get three. Okay. We're at seven now. Now it's time to take three moves for the assassin. The first move is Razor Wing. Pay two or everyone in the party takes one damage and the difficulty for them to avoid the next attack is increased by two. Uh, I I remember this guy. Yeah, I think we should pay the piper on this one. Uh, Is it that thing where it kind of like, it seems innocuous at first, but it builds up and then eventually you have to like... Yeah, it does that thing. Yeah. Two? Yep. Okay. Next thing we're going to do is Claws of the Mistress. It just readies both of its massive clawed hands to rake at Wotha. She will take two damage and the difficulty to avoid the next single target attack for anybody is increased by two. That one costs one. Definitely pay one. Yeah, we don't want it to come out with some ridiculous nonsense at the end. And then it attempts to disappear like it did the first time you fought it. It's attempting to vanish, either pay four, or you can't advance destroy next round. Oh, do we have four this time? We have exactly four. I think we should. I remember that thing disappeared last time and it was, uh, it sucked. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that's my turn. Uh, there's nothing in the pool, but I think Penelope wants to do, use her assist pool to do an electric arrow. That's fun. (laughs) Do you want to use electric arrow as a more in pool or to destroy? Destroy. Okay. Uh, In that case, then, um, Marilyn should probably put some in the pool, help out with that first. Okay. What are the spell pieces here, Kat? Uh, in the garden? Yeah, in the garden, because Marilyn still has a bunch of scatter. The garden? The spell pieces in the garden? The spell pieces in the garden of all places. In the garden? The spell pieces in the garden. The garden. We're gonna say. Yeah, the garden with the spell pieces. <laughs> Living, bright, stiff, cold, open, bloom. Hmm, let's see, what do I got here? Actually, I'm, Marilyn is going to add to the pool by using 
darkness bloom and a wild explosion of little black flowers with glittering topaz, uh, whatever is in the middle of a flower. I forget the, the name of it. Pistols? Yes. Or, or seeds or something, whatever whatever's yeah. in the middle there. Just fills this thing's vision and just really gets in the way. Like yeah. just a big old cloud of little glittering black flowers. I like that. Is it one for one? Yeah. You know what? We'll spend four. Okay. There is just an explosion of these things. And all over the garden, you're seeing other little ones pop up. You know, just one or two here and there. Ooh. So, Kirsten, about that electrical arrow. <laughs> so, two successes and one edge success on long-range weapons. Okay. And then that costs two wood mises pool, yes? Mm-hmm. If you keep the edge success, mm-hmm. you'll end up taking scatter. Oh. Oh, wait, and I already had spent scatter earlier on in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll stay away from the scatter because what I have listed here is that I've spent nine scatter. That That is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> have I made this combat too difficult? <laughs> have I finally done it? <laughs> Kat has that, oops, I tuned this combat for a fresh party. I mean, I, I should have, you know, when you spend money before you realize that money has to go to other things because you think, oh, I have this money, but actually it's already earmarked for other things, but then <laughs> you do you spend it. That's kind of what I did with my stuff. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, I will not take the edge success. Okay. But how many extra successes are contributed by the fact that you're using this assist pool ability? Um, I can't remember. Let me look it up again. Uh, I can't remember if it's... Because it gives me... I'm so sorry. Um, I've got it. Lightning field is four additional successes. So you do not even need to take from the pool. You have enough with your two and then your lightning arrow. Yep. Nice. You get the big zap. So I will do that. All right. That advances destroy again. I have in my head this image that it's not even going to bother to doff its cloak this time. Its cloak is knocked off by Penelope's really cool lightning arrow. <laughs> that very much. <laughs> Me too. Like it goes straight through the creature and like somehow manages to take the cloak with it. Yeah, and we have this shot of the cloak flying through the air with electricity arcing over it. Ooh, oh, yeah. I like that. It is very cinematic. We spent a lot of money animating that sequence, audience. <laughs> so much money. I, I wish this was a visual medium so you could see it. Alas. <sighs> Thinking back to it, maybe we shouldn't have uh, spent so much money on animation for an audio medium. Uh, (laughs) Well, Nick, that's quitter talk. (laughs) Tissa is going to actually turn around on RLE's craft and roll Daring Humanity. Yes. Ooh. Nice. And gets two successes, an edge, and a four. So... Pretty damn good roll. Actually, yeah, my assist pool is real clear. I'm going to take the four. What's the edge going to cost? Or would you like me to describe, like, sort of how she's yelling first? Please do. Okay. Please do. And you, what are you even doing? This is how you get horrors. 
this entire city full of people and you can't even just talk to each other. She says, just entirely making assumptions in her own brain. All right. And here's the great thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the great thing that you've done. According to my notes, it takes three successes at something in order to remove him from this combat. <laughs> and I think that what happens here is that he's genuinely afraid of Tissa, I think, because he is not the type who does business that way. Mm-hmm. Tissa is also yelling at him and has a spear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's, uh, it's not a great time for him. He's extremely confused and upset. Like, we all know Tissa as a very kind-hearted, nice person, but this guy has no idea who she is and sees this little, like, <laughs> scarf pile with a very sharp stick pointed at him. Like, that's legit scary. If that happened to me, I'd be like, uh, um, okay, no, I gotta go now. <laughs> Let's reconsider my life choices, please. So that has him kind of just, like, cowed. He's hiding near the demon. He is not wanting to touch the demon, but he is no longer going to be interfering with you, (laughs) which is great. And time for you to get four in the pool from NPCs. Wotha's just going to go on the offensive again. She's absolutely just, oh, this thing's knocked down. I know what to do to a knocked down opponent and just jumps onto it. Nice. And... I think Gedeon is helping Tissa out with this intimidation quest. And it's just, yeah, yeah. She's got her sword. She's looking more determined than she sounds. She looks very soldierly. I mean, you can tell when someone has years of training and experience and knows exactly what they're doing. It's the way Cobb looks when he's got a sword. Oh, yeah, she knows how to sword. But don't tell him that. No, don't ever tell him that. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No, don't do that. (laughs) How much do we have in the pool now? Uh, So three from me, four from NPCs, and one from Marilyn. It was four from Marilyn. Yeah, that makes 11. I can do math. So now I believe it's my turn, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we brought it back. I think we came back from the rather expensive first turn. Okay. I'm still very worried about all of you. <laughs> mm. We will see. Well, we just have to remember to save pool so that way Penelope takes no scatter. Otherwise, uh, I think we just we're down a member real fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. So, first of all, the Baroness is going to let out a deep and contented and extremely resonant purr. And unless you pay two, Tissa's going to gain two scatter. I think Tissa can gain two scatter at this juncture. Okay. The next thing that happens in the bell tower is a doozy. The bell tower itself begins to ring. You see the mechanisms before you actually hear the noise. The gears that set the enormous iron bell into motion. If the bell tower rings, all characters in the bell tower will lose their actions this round. It costs six to avoid. Oh. Yeah, Uh, we don't want that, I think. 
But six is so much. And I've got a good image for what that might look like from Tissa's perspective if we let it go off. Okay. Like, Tissa is feeling herself mixed with the demon's presence and there's this huge loud thing going on and everything stops for a minute for her and Gideon, but like the Baroness is just having a grand old time. Oh yeah, she's perfectly happy. Okay, then if Tissa and Gideon are okay with that, then... Well, I don't know if Gideon's okay with yeah. that, but I can't speak to her, but like, I, I, I like this like image. Gideon makes an inaudible yelp and covers her ears. Aww. <laughs> Startled by the enormous sound. I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. This is the only action to take in this circumstance. (laughs) Okay. The assassin is going to take aim. The difficulty for the party to avoid the next single target attack will be increased by two unless you pay three. But it doesn't do anything else? It doesn't do anything else. I I say we let it go. Okay. Nick, you're okay with that? This is this is what three to prevent two, yeah. Okay. So the next attack is Annihilation Talon. A single target takes six damage. It normally costs four to avoid. This time it costs six. This is and you said this is what six damage? Yeah, six for six. Six is a lot. I say we spend the pool on the six damage. That makes sense to me. Okay. All right. It attempts to bring its hideous claws. Up at Wotha, who avoids it, but does have to get off of it, and it scrambles to its feet again. And that was my turn. So I just had a thought, Uh and that's while all of this ringing is going on, could Tissa get a little blurry clarity? Oh, yeah, I forced you to scatter. You can have blurry clarity for that. And I think what you can see is that some of the pieces here are practically rooted. They have been here and they have not been moved for longer than a human lifespan. You can see people come and go, different people coming in offering different things that are then added to the gallery. The people come and go, but the Baroness is constant and so is her gallery. You see an old person and a very young one come in together to offer a painting at one point. A painting that now sits not far from where you stand. And back to the action. Back to the action. Tissa doesn't get to do it. I think Penelope is going to add to the pool by trying to do a bit more distraction writing. Okay. Three successes and two edge. <laughs> wow. Oh, good roll. Ooh. Ooh. Keep the edge success and I move all the Baroness's moves to the garden next round. Four assassin moves. Oh. Would that, that would be, oh, but Tissan. We'll get to act next round. Yeah, they'll get to act. It's just that the Baroness won't be taking bell tower actions. You know, that might be... <sighs> no, I won't take the edge. Okay. So three, eight. Pool is at eight. Yes? Yes. 
Mamelin. Yeah, let's see. We do need to be moving forward, so Marilyn is going to try and advance, destroy. She is going to try and get a better angle on this thing and shoot it with an arrow, so. Yeah. Let's see how well we shoot it with an arrow. Shoot it good, shoot it good. Two edge successes. That wasn't shooting it good. That wasn't shooting it good. <laughs> this that online was... dice roller does not like me. It really doesn't like you even bits. You know what? I've already made a two-edged success offer. I would like to repeat it. Well, Marilyn is extremely reckless and is taking the offer. Okay. And is then taking four from the pool to advance destroy one. Okay. We are at four in the pool. We have advanced destroy three times. And Wotha is our NPC action. Wotha is our NPC action. She is contributing to the pool with the power of violence. As is her way. As is her way. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you got to believe in something. How I defeated a lesser daemon with the power of friendship. Scratch that. How I defeated a lesser daemon with the power of incredible violence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, it's my turn. Yes, it is your turn. Now it's the time for Cat to, like, <laughs> kick our asses a bit. Yeah, the, the pool is kind of low this turn. I was waiting for a party member that wasn't happening. Okay. The bell tower falls silent. The Baroness does not act within the bell tower this round. So we're going to start by, because its cloak has been shed, what looked like a hunch is unfolded into enormous blue wings that it flaps in an attempt to take to the sky. Difficulty to advance destroy next round will be increased by two unless you pay two now. I'm worried about what's happening later. Huh. Nick, should we let it go? I think we should let it go, one, because this isn't hurting us, and it can do that very good. Uh, Two, the two of us have bows and arrows, and Penelope can fly, and Wolfa can say nasty words at it. Yeah, okay. I think that's a fun little scene. Okay, so we'll let it go. Okay. It's going to take aim. Pay three or else the next single target attack is increased by two. So these things are cumulative now. So the uh, next... Oh, no. The, it increases the difficulty to advance destroy, not oh. to avoid an attack. You know, again, I'm okay with letting it go. What do you think? Yeah, I think whatever it's going to hit us with next, if it hits us with something really big, I mean, we've only got six, so... If it's going to hit us with something really big and we only had three, uh, we would be in a bad way either way. So, yeah, I think I say we let this one go. Okay. Feral swipe costs two to avoid. A single target takes four damage and the difficulty for them to avoid the next single target attack is increased by two. Oh, wait, you let it take aim. So this is four to avoid. How much damage is this? This is going to be four damage. Ooh. And two more difficulty on the next attack if it hits. Let's let it go for now again. What do you think? It's attacking, I'm going to say Marilyn. How's Marilyn feeling? Yeah, I think I think Marilyn can tank for it. It'll be a story to tell the kids back home when she gets there. Okay. It's probably that she flinches on that ankle for a little bit, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, she really shouldn't have jumped off Polly like that. But again, reckless. So the next thing that we're going to do... And the last thing we're going to do in today's session is exhaust. Pay four or everyone in the party gains two scatter. 
pay the fort? Let's pay the fort. Let's pay the piper. We need to keep a Penelope standing. We need to keep a Penelope standing. (laughs) It lets out a screech that simultaneously the Baroness makes. Ooh. The listener will be able to appreciate this fact. None of you will. (laughs) Oh, wait. It doesn't happen, though. It's avoided. That is a cool effect, though. I think Penelope's just going to try to distract with an arrow, not try to injure with an arrow, but just long-range weapons to distract. Yeah. Do it. Uh, (laughs) One success and one edge success. That was a bad roll. But that's what Penelope does. If you keep the edge successes, I think you're going to take a hit. Are you willing to pay a damage for the edge successy? Yeah, I'll take a damage. Like, I hurt myself with my bow or something. Okay. Or, like, while you're trying to distract it, you end up a little bit too close and it lashes out. Okay, yeah. One HP or? Yeah. All right. Puts the party at four. I'm trying to come up with a good spell here, but I got nothing. So I think actually what Marilyn is going to do is basically throw some stuff at it, get it off balance to get some more success pool in there. She is going to use adaptability athletics to find, basically to find garbage or to draw it over somewhere where she can like trip it up. Okay. One edge success. This is. Mm, I'm gonna make all of the thingies harder to avoid next turn by one. Well, I think it does more than one thing, so. Save. I'm not gonna take it. <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> Bullying me with mechanics. You see what you see what happens. I'm in a mood. I'm taking it out on you. <laughs> I'm getting bullied, listeners. Help. Is this the first edge success that Marilyn hasn't taken? This is the first edge success that Marilyn hasn't taken because Cat was mean and bullied me. <laughs> Nick will remember this. So I think that Tissa is going to use understanding spirits and show the Baroness the sketchbook again and sort of flip through with Gideon and is like, oh, I remember when we were at this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're adding to the pool here? We're adding to the pool. I can't destroy the uh, minion from up here. So I guess we're just going to have to deal with that extra attack. Yeah. Uh, It's two successes, a four and an edge success. Okay. If you keep the edge success, I'm gonna make you scatter by one. I can scatter by one. Yeah. Yeah. As you get closer to the Baroness to explain the pictures in the sketchbook, you can feel that deep resonant purring on the air and it is distracting in a way that kind of causes you to lose yourself a little bit. And what does Tissa see as she sort of gets lost a little bit in the resonance of this demon? Genuinely, like for real genuinely, The Baroness bears humankind exactly zero ill will. Absolutely none at all. As a matter of fact, she seems rather fond of people, 
but she is completely chained to her obsession. Huh. But now it's NPC's turn, and then it's cat's time. It is NPC time, and then it's cat's time for bullying and cruelty. While you are going over the sketchbook, like, looking for art, Gideon gets a little distracted and is looking around the room. And she adds two to the pool because she is examining the art. And she returns to your side and she whispers to you, all of these are people. Oh. And you look around, most of the art is portraits. And even the art that looks like scenery has people in it. The statues are all of human figures. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Wilfred punches the demon in the face. So that puts us at eight. Hmm. Now it's cat time. The bullying continues. The bullying. Okay. So we have got four actions to take. We've got five, three in the garden, two in the bell tower. First thing that is going to happen is the assassin is going to try to vanish. Preventing the party from advancing, destroy next round unless you spend four. Ah. Should. Mm. This costs what? Four? Mm. Yeah. It costs four. We've got eight. Yeah, that was a really bad turn. I think we're just going to have to let it go because we can't afford getting totally wailed on. Yeah. It is invisible. But what you recall is that the last time it was invisible, it spent a moment taking aim at you. If you allow it to take aim, the difficulty for someone to avoid the next single target attack will be increased by two. It's three to prevent this. Uh, Again, we still have two moves after this, yes? No, one more after this. Yeah, one more from the buzzkill. And two from the Baroness. Yes. And this costs three to avoid, sorry? Yes. You know what? I'd say let it. Let it go. Okay. What do you guys think? The next thing is increased by two. Mm-hmm. So it would have to... The next thing for us to not be able to do anything about it would have to be base seven. And I don't think it has anything that nasty. It totally could. Cat could be like, aha, it was a seven all along. And that's well within their power. Very much so. I'm very powerful, yes. But I think that that's a good gamble. I think I remember the biggest one being six. So we'll we'll let aim. Yeah, we're going to let it take aim. We're going to make that gamble. Okay. We're calling your bluff on the river or whatever. I don't know. I don't know poker terms. Oh, don't you dare speak <laughs> poker to me. Um, so, but you are correct. The next move is the Annihilation Talon. It is going to dive at Penelope. Single target takes six damage. It will be six to avoid. Ah, you know what? I think Penelope is okay to take it this round. We need to save our points. Okay. So it vanishes. And for a moment, there is nothing. For a moment, there is just silence as this creature calculates in midair. And then it hits Penelope hard in the side. Oh. Bearing her to the ground and driving its enormous talons into her. Ow. That's not fun. Extremely not getting the deposit on the suit back. Extremely not. (laughs) Oops. 
now I get two turns in the bell tower. You know, I had totally forgotten about the suit until you brought it up, but <laughs> yeah, ouch. Sorry, Penelope. No worries. I, I was willing to, to take that so that we could save Pool. I'm, I'm still okay. <laughs> I'm still okay. Good. So the Baroness's eyes begin to glow, an eerie midnight blue. And Penelope and Marilyn, you see as well that the Damon's eyes also begin to glow this midnight blue. And unless you spend four, everyone in the party is going to gain two scatter. We need to spend the four because I can't take scatter. Yeah, Penelope is maxed out. Yeah. That would be lights out for Penelope. So I think we want to keep her standing. Okay. The Baroness makes eye contact with one of the Damons that's loitering around the room and nods toward the window. She's using reinforce. If you don't spend four, the Baroness is sending a second assassin and the destroy track will be turned back by one. Let's spend the four. Yeah, let's spend the four. So, uh, Tissa is like, wait, no, please. And yeah, she stops and is listening. And so I guess that that means that she has to roll Daring Spirits. And so I think that she leafs through the sketchbook and finds the picture that Penelope sketched of her from all the way back in the second arc of the show. Mm. And how is the sketchbook bound? Um, that is a good question. I think being a sketchbook, they're probably, if you're thinking of like, if they're easier to remove and not, yeah, I think they would be not directly attached to the main spine. Okay. And so I think that she just pulls it out of the sketchbook and brings it close to the Baroness and, um, no one? ever done something like this of me um but my friends down there and please don't hurt them anymore and offers this sketch can I get that roll from you please yes she's going to add her key of love yeah so three successes two edges and a four Okay. Let me think about what I want to do with these edge successes. That was a pretty good roll, though. Yeah. I think, um, give me a scatter for each edge success you want to take. I think you have to actually put a lot more of yourself into this pleading than you were expecting to. Okay. I'm getting up there, too. Yeah, let's party. And so Tissa's entire voice is shaking as her entire body is shaking, getting right up to the Baroness like this, and places the sketch right in front of her. This is an excellent thing that you've done. My question is, that was five added to the pool, right? Yes. Okay. So that brings the pool to five, and like... The Baroness is like smiling, like she's she's delighted by this. This is this is lovely. Mm-hmm. 
She enjoys it very much. And she reaches out and it's, it's not easy because she does have paws. They're kind of polydactyl. She's got like opposable digits, but they're kind of stumpy. Plus they're huge. Plus they're enormous. And she very carefully, very, very tenderly picks this up in one of her huge paws and brings it up closer to her face so she can examine it. And a couple things have happened. One of them is that I think I'm taking fewer moves. Mm. I think that um, the assassin is still going to be taking their moves in the courtyard, but the baroness, well, now she looks troubled though. And she looks down at our Elise Craft. And she has made an arrangement with him as well. Mm-hmm. So she looks at him, and she looks at the sketch, and she looks at you. And she genuinely seems, like, confused and a little bit torn. She doesn't quite know what to do. Meanwhile, what are Penelope and Marilyn doing? So this is... This is going to be a big add-to-the-pool turn. Um, yeah, because you can't destroy it. Yeah. It's invisible. Is invisible. So Marilyn is going to roll sensitivity survival and try and get in this thing's head and be like, okay, if I was going to ambush somebody, which I would never do, by the way, but if I was <laughs> going to do that with the very large subtlety score, what would I do? And I'm going to see if I can't pull this by a cat. Can I use empathy? My key of empathy. Can I tag that? Yeah, I'm going to let you do it. Thinking predator to predator. Yeah. Yeah, I I dig it, actually. All right. In that case, then. Well, so that roll was bad, but I'm going to use reckless and turn a very bad roll into a very good question mark roll. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Four edge successes. Four edge successes. Oh, from Marilyn. It was like a four, a four, a three, two, 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 one. Oh, wow. Okay. What am I going to do? What am I going to do to you for those edge successes? Um, Fly over there and punch you physically with my fist. (laughs) No, don't do that. I bruise easily. I'm like a grape. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't want to bruise you because you're... Genuinely, like, I think the nicest of us. So (laughs) it would be least, it would be probably the least acceptable bullying target on this call. I mean, if you're flying west, you got to stop here first, right? (laughs) And visit the most acceptable bullying target on the call. (laughs) Um, I think I'm going to go for the psychological on this one. I think that getting into this predatory mindset is upsetting for Marilyn. Where are you on assist scatter? Four out of five. I think that returning to a person she used to be but is no longer is going to throw Marilyn into doubt as to who she is and give you that additional assist scatter. I'll take it. All right. That does put the party at nine for Penelope's turn. And we can't advance destroy this turn, right? You cannot. I think Penelope is also going to add to the pool by trying to get to a more advantageous position. I think, yeah, because she was like knocked down. So perhaps she's 
I don't think she's going to ride Polly right at this time. I think she's going to try to find higher ground because she doesn't want Polly to get hurt, which I guess would be uh, adaptability athletics. Sure. Oh, four successes and one edge. Oh, no. Oh, that's very good. We're rolling a hot dice round. That's that's very good. The tide is turning. You know what? Keep the edge success and I'll give you an assist scatter too. Um, yeah, I'll do it. You're frantically trying to get back on Polly. You were just rolling on the ground with this thing, this predator that was after you and you're in this animal situation. And your assist scatter consequence is you're an animal and you can't talk to people anymore. Yes, it is. All right, so the party's at 13. Wotha can't see to punch it. So I think what Wotha is going to cast is Rallying Bloom. And just like, kind of like the darkness bloom, a bunch of flowers kind of sprout on midair, but they are pale blue and faintly glittering and they look like they're made of water. Like there's an erupting fountain of little flowers that fills the air with like this soothing, cooling mist. And I mean, it adds two to the pool, but it makes everyone kind of feel maybe a little bit less fatigued. We are certainly running into the fatigue zone. And Gideon is going to draw her sword and do some menacing to the person who has put us in this predicament. (laughs) He is uh, taller than her, but make no mistake, he doesn't know how swords work and she very decidedly does. That puts the party at 17. And now it is my turn. And I think what the assassin is going to do is start with Razor Wing. It reappears and makes a dramatic spin and its wings slice through the air, making a shockwave that hits everyone in the party. You all take one damage and the difficulty to avoid the next single target attack is increased by two. And this costs two? Oh, it costs two, yeah. Then we should spend some of our quite large assist pool. Okay. Yeah. 15. Yeah, and the next thing it's going to do is it's going to try an Annihilation Talon Penelope again for six damage. Or pay four. Uh, Penelope cannot soak that six damage. So I think we're paying the four. Okay. Here's like. And the Baroness looks back and forth between a portrait that is has recently been added to her collection and the one she holds in her paw and does nothing else. And now it's the party's turn. Penelope is going to try to use her advantageous position that she scrambled to and try to shoot with an arrow. Try to advance destroy? Yes. Okay. Give me the roll, please. Oh, two successes. <laughs> That's fine, because it costs six to advance destroy. And you have 11 in the pool. Is everyone cool if I grab four from the pool? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. Are you sure? Because you have advanced destroy three times already. Oh, we could, we could, oh, we could do it. (laughs) We could actually finish it. We could, and I would like you please to narrate what it looks like when you do so. All right, so. Penelope, caked in mud and some blood from scratches of tumbling to the ground, looks kind of like 
frazzled, her hair is all just a mess, and she strikes a pose because she's not quite sure what's happening, but if it's one thing she knows, it's her bow. And so it's kind of like a grounding point for her. She's like gripping her bow tightly, and as she does, she has one single focus, shooting right in the face. She takes aim, and with a confident thwing, there goes the arrow and hits straight in the face. Plow. Plow. Beautiful. I really enjoy the sound effects. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. And as it had that night on the pub crawl, it collapses into nothing, leaving only a flutter of blue feathers. Boy, that was a that was a close one. Everybody okay? Tissa, the Baroness still looks uncertain. Um, I'm... I'm sorry for putting you in this position. I don't think that this is what you actually want to be doing. We're all just scared. It's... The Baroness shakes her head quickly as if trying to clear it. I don't expect you to understand, but it's not about what I want to do. She looks away for a second. Uh, how can, can, can we help? She's very clearly thinking extremely hard. She's very focused. But she does not seem to be finding an answer. And I think with that, I think it might be memory time. Memory time. You volunteered to go first. Thank you, Kirsten. <laughs> I think the combat on the whole, I really enjoyed in that, like, having the party kind of fighting the same combat, but two different locations was really cool and really kind of created a different strategy that we needed to follow. And I really enjoyed that. I found this combat really interesting. For me, it's kind of a toss up between Tissa and her pleading with the sketch and Penelope's amazing sound effects. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a, a great big smile. I restrained myself. I usually do a one-liner after <laughs> whenever I have like the last <laughs> shot the last shot in the scene, but I didn't. But I didn't. It was good. Maybe that's mm. for the best. Yeah I, <laughs> yeah, I had a great big smile on my face with the sound effects, which you know plays really well in a sound format. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn between my favorite memory being finally getting Marilyn to refuse an edge success and getting Marilyn to take an absolutely devastating edge success. Mm. Stop bullying me. Both <laughs> good. Both good moments. I am so excited for assist scatter Marilyn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. I think it fits. I think it's like, I'm not that person anymore. Which person am I? 
No, that, that'll be a fun one to do next time. I am looking forward to that. This is the first time that Tissa's found it in herself to not just be terrified of a noble demon. Oh, I'm so glad. Like, she's extremely scared still, but, like, there's something there that, like, yeah. It's it's not human. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Hey, listener, thanks for playing with us today. We just think you're great, and we appreciate all the times that you're here with us. We we couldn't do it without you. We need you. We couldn't. Don't say it like that. It makes it sound uh, clingy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listener, if you want to ask us who we are, you can find out on our website at sortofsymphonies.com. There you can also find ways to support us, ways to get in touch with us, and information about other projects that we've got on the go. You can also find us on Twitter at Peach Garden RPGs or on the Heroic Discord. Then the link is in our pinned tweet. You can also find us on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network Discord with our cool network pals. However it is that you choose to get in touch with us, we hope you do, because honestly, it makes our day every time. Absolutely. We love hearing your stories. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Have you played? Do you have a favorite character you've made? Let us know. Mm Mm-hmm. And until then, we'll catch you next time, listener. See you on the flip side. See you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hi. Welcome to The Game is Afoot. This is a podcast where queer guests... I'm back, baby! ...play games. I pick my jaw up off the floor real quick. <laughs> real quick. Put that back on. And do an interview. My secret is... This is published on the first and third Sunday of every month, so come join us. And I hope you have a good time. Bye! Are you an LGBTQIA creator with an actual play podcast? Applications are now open from February 15th to March 31st for Rainbow Roll Fest. Showcase your podcast's charms however you like. With live play, audience Q&A, or screenings. Plus, help us raise money for mermaids to benefit trans youth in the UK. Rainbow Roll Fest runs June 18th through 19th, 2022. Find us on Twitter at Rainbow Roll Fest.